license this week. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I did not know that. Yeah. Congrats to us. For me, like, it's extreme, like, it's extremely dope and it's like really cool that people like enjoy the the stuff that we create mm-hmm. uh and share it around for for me it's it's hard for me to care about like numbers yeah you know what i mean but also you have lots and lots of podcasts this is my first podcast and i have no That's idea very true. how numbers and listeners work so this is like my only reference so i just i get excited when there's even like one listen after like i upload an episode (laughs) oh yeah it's every time that i upload an episode of any podcast within the hour i will check the listens (laughs) i i usually try and like make myself wait until the when i'm re-uploading the next episode so i basically wait a week but like if, mm-hmm. if i'm feeling down in myself or most of the time if i have to do something else and i, I want to avoid doing it i like without thinking i just type in pinecast <laughs> oh yeah no that was definitely a thing that i did for a while and then like i had to stop my like legitimately stop myself from checking the numbers obsessively mm-hmm. I, I i think for the most part at this point i just don't worry about numbers and just focus on like what i'm making oh yeah yeah the numbers have not once influenced like how i make the podcast at all or anything Mm -hmm. oh it's more more people listen to the one where we talked about um Oh, trying to re- I, for this bit, I this bit already failed on me because I have to remember even a single thing that we've done. Yeah, that that won't work. <laughs> the uh, for some reason the only one that sticks in my head is Little Bird. Yeah, because that was the first one. It's because that was the first. Yeah, f- well, for me, yeah, uh, Enchanting Aspects Classic. Which, it's weird to say that because we've literally only existed for, like, less than 15 weeks. Yeah, this um, is 14. Yeah. So we're two uh, weeks in. We're th- <laughs> we've been making an episode once a day for two weeks. We got you. Fucking- we told the future. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine... Yeah, doing this every single day for two weeks. Doing any podcast, like doing a daily podcast. Oh my god! Fuck. Especially with a host, like a co-host, like you'd want to strangle them. <laughs> oh, for sure. There are so many podcast hosts who hate each other. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know. I don't. I'm glad I don't know any of them. I, I, d- I don't think that that I because like you know I think that like now with like the modern age of like the new people coming into the podcast scene like i feel like there's more like more conscientiousness about that and i haven't had like really a whole lot of personal experience with any personal experience with that really but i just know that there are like podcasts that have existed for 10 plus years or whatever that are still going on where the hosts are just like they're just it's just an obligation they just they're just there yeah like they're just co-workers at that point yeah 
Which, like, I, this is the, the... I think that all things deserve an ending. Like, even if you're making still making stuff at the same pace with the same folks, things need to have an ending. And I think that applies to podcasts, too. Yeah. That's that's the thing though is I I have I've never listened to a podcast that has an ending. Uh, I mean, not right, it's other not than a the adventure thing. zone. Because but that's like a story, so like it has to have an ending. But like but like podcasts where you just talk about something, like maybe it's because podcasts are all so fresh and new kind of still, but either yeah. they go on hiatus and then kind of never come back or they just keep on going. <laughs> Yeah, that's always how it is. It's always like a silent cancellation. Yeah, yeah. It's never like, hey, everybody, this is the last episode. You'll never hear us ever again. Right. Like, I think it's worth it to say that, like, you know, I can't necessarily say that, like, any of the podcasts that I'm on will, like, go in perpetuity until, I don't know. I mean, podcasts have only really existed for 10 years. No one, like, I, more than that, and obviously radio shows were, like, the predecessor. Yeah. But, like, podcasts, is, like, no one has really attempted to do a podcast for their whole life. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, we, do, we don't, re- no one really knows what that looks like, but, like, it's reasonable to say that, like, all of the podcasts that I work on will eventually, like, end and be replaced with something else when like creatively it feels like we've run up against a wall yeah that's that that is the thing i have noticed like some some podcasts they they simply like don't even change to a new feed they just change their title and start a new thing which and i think that that's that's cool yeah yeah i think that's something that we could that maybe we could potentially and i mean not that i not that I foresee an end to enchanting aspects. Again, we've only existed for fifteen weeks. That'd be pretty grim. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, but like I don't know. It's it's interesting to think about like podcasts as an artistic medium. Yeah, it is really interesting, especially because it's all so fresh and new, and we're kind of in uncharted territory, and nobody really knows like where, how, what, what this medium will end up like how important it will be in the coming years because it's already gotten really big and important and huge for this generation and you know work commutes and stuff like that so i'm yeah, really yeah. interested to see how it's going how, how it'll grow yeah and i'm like interested to like you know like what what does art look like when capitalism falls <laughs> do you know yeah. That's that's maybe a bigger conversation than can be contained in this podcast, which isn't even about that. But it's something that I think about. That's also another thing about podcasts is that there it's other than ad an ad break in the middle, it's basically untouched by capitalism and it's you know, it's mostly just people mm. talking. I mean I mean that's I'm not saying completely. Like obviously there are there are companies who make podcasts for revenue and like but I'm talking well, about like yeah. more more like I guess indie podcasts. Like, you know, where it's just two people who like us. Like <laughs> Yeah. I mean like that's that's just the thing. It's like like there are like levels to like podcasting and like it's like when you say the word podcast, depending on who you're talking about. Uh, who you're talking to they will like point to like 
one of the layers and not know of the existence of the others. Yeah. Of like, like, there's like the sort of podcasts that you like get in your like, in whatever apps you have in your car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, like the sort of like businessy podcasts, um, the sort of like, extremely dry informational sort of stuff yeah um and like you can sort of fold in like true crime in with that yeah um and then there's like quote-unquote political science podcasts which is all just white men (laughs) saying words that they don't understand god i haven't listened to any of those no one should. It's it's nothing. But I, I think um, I think what um here here's what I think is really cool about podcasts is that um everybody is sort of on the same playing field. Like like listen, if we wanted to make a movie, like we would need so much money and equipment and people and stuff. But like with podcasts, like anyone can do it. Like, if you have a, I mean, obviously you need a microphone, but like, just needing a microphone is vastly different than, you know, needing all the supplies to create a comic or a movie or a TV show or anything. But like a podcast, like anyone can do it. And I think that's really cool, especially because anyone can access it kind of too. Yeah. I mean, like, I think that there is like, you know, another like newer divide happening in the podcasting space. Which is, like, you know, like, people who, like, defined the, like, modern podcasting scene. Like, I mean, we're talking, like, a lot of the old folks who work at, like, Max Fun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of, like, you know, they've been in the game for, like, ten plus years. Yeah. And are now sort of, like, you know, they're on the, like, outskirts of the indie podcasting space at this point. And, yeah. like... With Adventure Zone now, they're getting, like, these weird-ass dynamic ads where some random advertiser voice who isn't any of the, like, McElroy's, like, yells at you. <laughs> um, there's, uh, I mean, that stuff is happening, like, uh, on, like, a lot of, like, like, McElroy products nowadays, but it's also, like, that's a sort of, like, more, like... It's a thing that, like, bigger podcasts get. Shit like Spotify uh, buying up podcasts yeah, to, that are, like, exclusively Spotify. There's becoming a, like, a divide between, like, you know, the sort of stuff that we're doing and the sort of stuff that, that they're doing. You know what this reminds me of? It reminds what? me of um, the difference between YouTube 15 years ago and YouTube now. I'm oh like, yeah like the same thing is probably happening to podcasts is you know as soon as people realize hey you can make a shit ton of money off of this then that's when it gets taken over and i don't know who the fuck is buying a mattress after listening to a podcast <laughs> i don't know who's doing that i don't need underwear i mean i do but i'm not gonna no. i'm not gonna i'm gonna go to a store and get a pack <laughs> yeah, like when I need underwear, I'm just gonna get some fucking boxer briefs. But I mean, you know? like, hey, if you want to pay me to talk about underwear on this podcast, I don't care. I'll fuck it. Fuck, I'll sell out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I 
I will say that I I will I'm willing to read ads. That's fine. Yeah. But there there are definitely I'm there are definitely companies who are on the shit list and yeah. will not receive ads. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously any Amazon property. Yeah. Of course. Um uh any mobile game? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, uh, I think that's the main ones. Like, any, also, like, Riot. If, if fucking Riot is like, hey, sp- uh, talk about, uh, Valorant or whatever, which they wouldn't because we're not streamers, but, well, we are streamers, but not here. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's gonna be a no-go from me. Okay. So but we, like, we already have a blacklist. <laughs> yeah. But underwear. I'm good. I'm good to do a sponsorship for underwear. Yeah, if it's a sponsorship where I get free stuff too, that's cool. Oh yeah, for give, sure. Give me a new mattress. That's cool. We yeah, <laughs> we are enchanting aspects. <laughs> we haven't done the intro. We have at not all. done it's the show. Hey everybody. Um, hey. That, well, you're 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 so welcome to say no to this. <laughs> but fifteen minute cold open. No. I have a limit. I have a limit. And what's 15, the limit? The limit is like ten minutes, I think. Okay. So all right. So not this one. Not this one. Not this all right. One. That's fine. I, that's fine. Hey, uh, sorry we talked about podcasts for fifteen minutes, but that's what happens when you're in a podcast. We're self-aware. Yeah. We're met. Yeah. This we're is the meta episode. Who are we? Who are you? Look out look out for the six hidden Easter eggs in this episode of Enchanting Aspects. How do you put an Easter egg in a podcast? Um I guess Easter eggs are when you can hear my cat meowing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's um that, well that's a cameo. Oh, okay. A cat catio. A catio. That, that sounds like an app. Um, um <laughs> Hi, welcome to Enchanting Aspects where we enchant your aspects. We enchant your uh, aspects. This- um, this is a podcast about appreciating the little things. Uh, whose fucking turn is it? I do not recall. It's my turn. Before I say what I want to talk about, I we got to address the vibe because that's the that's oh. the segment. The vibe. Oh you know, right. You know we're, the vibe I'm getting this time is what's the vibe? It's it's not a silly vibe. We don't have a silly vibe right now. We have a a very analytical, like introspective. Sort of. It's like you know, like. It's like observing something without much emotion in it, but more for an in- informational way. Like cl- clinical? I guess. I don't like clinical, though. I don't like that. L- listen, we're just analyzing today. We're looking at information. And yes, we're going to be talking about emotions, but we're looking we're looking at it from like a, a mathematician's point of view. That's the vibe. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe we're, we're I'm getting. Push- <laughs> we're pushing up our glasses. And they're doing the sh- the anime shine. I do that a lot. I have to push up my glasses because they're too big for my face. This is exactly why I stopped wearing glasses, even though I need them to see. Yeah, I wish I could do that, but I need to see. Did you know that I actually went the majority of my life not wearing glasses until um, I-, I only wore them when I drove, so I would just keep them in my car and then... Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody decided to break into my car and in front of my house and steal my prescription glasses. So I was like, okay, you can't steal them if they're on my face. So they've been there ever since. 
I think I think you told me that story, and I'm just like, why? Yeah. For what purpose? Uh, they they like, took they took it all. They took they took the half melted chapstick in my cup holder. They took my homemade CD mixes that you know were good in my taste, but I don't think they do you, would like. Did, did you think they were jamming to them? Oh, absolutely. Do you think they were like not. jamming two of them and put and trying to wear your glasses and? They took my favorite, one of my favorite jackets. Fuckers. Fuckers. It was gray. I liked it. It was like, comfy. It was a windbreaker. Like, it broke wind. Doesn't that mean fart? It does. Generally, as a person, I'm very in support of thievery. Uh, I, I feel like, you know, but it's the sort of thing of like, steal up, don't steal down. Yeah, like, listen, if if somebody broke into my car and took like a stash of $100 but didn't touch anything else, I'd be like, okay, that's, I mean, that sucks, but that's fine. But like, just the fact that they took a bunch of stuff that was just personal <laughs> yeah that's a bummer yeah it it sucked um but there you can't take them i mean okay that's that's giving somebody a challenge to say you can't take them off my face because now i feel like someone's gonna see me on the street and they're gonna y- yank my glasses off my face <laughs> and say no 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 one should no please you should know if you were ever in a high school you should you should have gotten that out of your system. Yeah. The like impulse to fuck around with somebody else's glasses. That's just, that's an impulse that you have in school. And then the first time that they tell you, "Hey, fucking stop it," you're like, "Okay, we've explored this possibility space." <laughs> yeah. Well, now now it's more of a give and take. Now, if I'm around anybody who has glasses, I immediately take off my glasses, hand them to them, and like put my hand out, like, "Okay, give me yours. I, we need. I need to test this." I need to know what's happening. I need to know what I need to know what looking through your glasses is like and you need to see how That's, fucked up my eyes are. I don't get that ever because it's just like you put on the other person's glasses and it's just like, "Whoa, I can't see shit." Yeah, All right. it's so interesting. I think it's really cool. All right. Well, hey Amy, what's your thing? Yeah, my thing isn't about glasses though. My thing is about um it's it's Can you make your thing about glasses? Uh Nothing's coming to mind. I'm sorry. Hey, Amy, what's your thing? What's my thing? My thing is um, Bubbles in Powerpuff Girls, specifically how much she likes cute stuff. I'm I'm so glad. <laughs> um, before before I continue, Mars, what was your favorite um, Powerpuff Girl? Oh fuck. Um. I I think that I was always into like I think my favorite was always um uh oh my god why am I forgetting their names Blossom Bubbles and Buttercup Blossom the, the like the, the red haired one No 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 Okay the, so Buttercup the, the, No then I the the fucking grumpy one Yeah Buttercup Okay then yes Buttercup Okay I knew it Took you a while but I, I knew from the beginning I could not connect their name. I've never been able to connect the Powerpuff Girls' names to who they are, except for Bubbles. That's fine. That's okay. Their names start with a, all with a B. That's confusing. Yeah. Blossom and Buttercup. It's like it's not descriptive. Bubbles. <laughs> that's descriptive. That's descriptive. So Bubbles wasn't always is my favorite Powerpuff Girl. Um, and I, I love her so much, but she was also so. F- fucking integral to growing up in my 
as a child. Um, that was a weird sentence. <laughs> she was she was really important to me as a kid, and that's be yeah. and she was also really detrimental to um, internalized misogyny, 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 internalized misogyny. Because I grew up like even really young, I hated um, anything girly, anything cute. Being a girl, I. I I was ashamed of, you know, at the time identifying as a girl and um I Me too. Yeah, and I even though I loved cute stuff, I felt like I wasn't allowed to until I saw bubbles. Bubbles kind of opened up that for me as a kid when, you know, she she has piles and piles and piles of stuffed animals and because of her I I like embraced my love for stuffed animals so much, but then on the other hand, Bubbles is a crime fighting badass. Like she cries and she is super cute and loves cute stuff, but she's still really powerful and cool. And I think it was so important uh, growing up and seeing a a figure like that who can be super cute and love cute stuff and be emotional and sensitive, but also still fight crime. I, th- I thought that was so cool. Um, and also, like, just the fucking aesthetics of the shit she likes is so good and cute. Like, I wanted to find a picture of, like, some of her stuffed animals, but I, I mean, I didn't. Every time you look, you Google Bubbles Powerpuff Girl stuffed animals, it just shows stuffed animals of Bubbles herself, but she's not an animal. Yeah. So, Google, you failed me. Good. Fucking Google. <laughs> always <laughs> always with this bullshit yeah google's terrible at that search engines now honestly like it yeah it used to be so much better years ago but now it's clouded up anyway we're not here to talk about whether we're tired to talk about i sound welcome <laughs> to anti-aspects google <laughs> i sound i sounded like an auctioneer for a second like hey what are we talking about bubbles okay so bubbles uh have you do you remember mars do you remember what the stuffed animals look like they're really cute. They're really cute. They're so cute. Is that that's all you need to know? Is that they come in I every color like... and they kind of look like Lucky Charmed animals. Like they look, they have like the I... color palette of Lucky Charms pastels, and they're super cute and cuddly and adorable. I just feel like anytime you ask me if I remember something, it's setting me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just in case, just in case, I gotta ask. Because there is the 1% chance that I'll be like, oh, it's like rolling a nat 20. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'll always take that chance. I never want to assume. I mean, though, I have plenty of times (laughs) that you don't remember something. Um, I Fuck, I wish I could send you a picture. But that's okay. It's okay. Um, But yeah, she's super cute. And Bubbles, I even remember a specific um, like episode or whatever. I think it was about her fears or something where like she was really scared and I don't I think it was her dad or maybe um one of her sisters that told her to just think about stuff that makes her happy and then so like she was really scared and then she closed her eyes and then she started thinking of like a really cute bunny just hopping in a field and I shit you not for fucking like a decade anytime I was scared I would try and think of that specific imagery um and it helps 
I, I found the stuffed animals. <gasps> you did? Yeah, while you were while you were uh, uh, talking uh, about all of all of the important stuff, I was I was studying uh, the blade. I was studying the Google image search. Yes, isn't that so cute? Isn't it so yeah. cute? It's so cute, buddy. Let's, okay, little kid. Tag yourself. Oh, I am absolutely the 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 bunny. I'm the bunny. The bunny. It's literally the ah. the most obvious one. No, I think the most obvious one is the whale. <laughs> I just tuned that one out. It's big. Um. The, well. Okay. Okay. Uh. Okay. But there are two bunnies. There are two bunnies, but I like the one that's better. <laughs> the one at the top, the one that you can see more of. Yeah. Actually, you know, I kind of really like the kitty that's sticking out. I really like the kitty. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this tiny, tiny, tiny cat. Yeah, it's a really good cat. Um, this is great audio. Th- yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna uh, put uh, this picture in the Twitter. <laughs> uh, to to uh, to 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 clarify for everyone, I'm either the frog who looks like they belong in a Flash game from 2004, or I'm the little. Pikachu-esque monster that's just hiding behind bubbles. Yeah, I was gonna say you're that one with that grin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's definitely your aesthetic. Check the Twitter for context. Check the Twitter for context. I'll rem- I'll remember. Yeah, because I'll be editing. I'll remember. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bubbles likes cute shit, and cute shit is good, and it's 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 important to be yeah. validated to think cute like i you know i fucking i'm a completely different gender identity now than when i was a child but that does not change the fact that i still love cute shit so much i think honestly i think so often it's like it's less that like your identity defines the things that you are into and more that the things that you are into help define your identity yeah, really. And also, like, I I also believe that, like, embracing and discovering your gender identity or sexual identity and stuff and, like, coming to terms and acceptance with that also lets you enjoy stuff that maybe you thought you weren't allowed to enjoy before either. Like... Oh, yeah. Like, after I, you know, kind of realized I was non-binary, um... And came to full terms and acceptance with that. There was a period of time where, like, I shied away from cute stuff and from girly stuff and from, like, dresses and skirts and stuff. But once I became more comfortable with my identity, like, I realized how much I love that shit. Oh, yeah. It's, like, 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 sort of, uh, sort of, like, similar for, for me of, like, like, when I was, like, a kid kid, I was, like, no, no girly stuff ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would secretly watch, like, uh, my sister uh, watching Spice World. And I would just, like, peek in the doorway and watch Spice World. But, like, I didn't want to be seen mm-hmm. because I was embarrassed. Yeah. Um, even though I really enjoyed the movie Spice World. <laughs> uh, the Spice Girls movie. And, like, Sailor Moon and shit. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and then, like, then I was like, wait, I'm non-binary. I'm gonna push away all masculine things. 
Um, and like, but also I'm pushing away all feminine things because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and like now, like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm a non-binary woman and I can enjoy all of those things. Like I can, you know, participate in both sides and still be myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great to, you know, get to get to get to that point. Yeah. It is really nice to just enjoy stuff and instead of thinking it takes away from your identity, it's actually a part of you. Being being comfortable and confident in your gender identity is maybe one of the best feelings in the world. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially if like if you haven't been for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It it is. It I mean, I'm still not all the way there. I'm still f- trying to figure I, stuff out, but like yeah. In the small times that are getting that are getting bigger and bigger as time goes on, but in the small times that I feel very confident and happy with my gender, I yeah, it's it's bliss. It's great. And like that's that's the other thing. It's like I don't know, I feel like people don't stop evolving. Yeah. Like you just you just sort of keep going. You just sort of keep keep becoming new selves. Yeah, like I I think I saw a Tumblr post the other day and it was and it had like a really good quote in it that said like if your mind never changes you're not human. Yeah. And I Yeah, absolutely. Hey, so Bubbles. Yeah, so Bubbles. Bubbles is young. She's a little baby. Bubbles is a baby. Bubbles Bubbles is literally like the OG I'm baby. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mars, what is your thing? Oh, my thing? I know we're talking all introspection and uh, and, um, hidden details and secrets and Easter eggs. Anal sis. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> anal sis? Yeah, like analysis, except anal sis. This is... I was about to make a joke, and then I just... I thought better of it. Good. Don't take it further than I already did. I feel like you already went too far by saying the words anal sis. Sometimes my brain just has comes up with amazing things, and I have to share it. Yeah, like... <laughs> Like T-Rex like, ass. Like T-Rex ass. Or just saying the word titties just <laughs> when you need a prompt for anything. And, uh, it, it's it's not always the first. The first prompt is usually swag. It's Yes, you're right. The first prompt is swag. The, the like, you know, second or third will be Yolo. titty. YOLO will be in there. Um, I feel like there was a moment... When you were all about the word pussy, but I feel like you, you know, sort of like it's gone down your list. Yeah, it's definitely gone times. down my list. Sexy has gone up there a lot. Sexy's gone up. Sexy, uh, st- the stock for sexy has gone right up. Hey, how much market trends are uh, are pointing towards sexy having a big year this year? I don't, I don't know anything about stocks, but I love this bit. How much, how much, um, how much percentage money are you putting into the himbo? <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, himbo, 
Himbo, like, Himbo has sort of, like, had consistent, like, like, upper middle sort of, uh, on the ranking. Okay. It's sort of, like, had a consistent level of, like, yeah. it's, you know, gone up or down a little bit, so but it's, it's it usually safe. at a, yeah. Yeah. Himbo, Himbo's always gonna, always hey, gonna Mars. I feel like, yeah, what up? What is your fucking thing? <sighs> it's time to talk about hardcore racing action. A racing game? A racing, I'm talking about a racing game, Ooh. but not just any racing game. Okay. It's, I can tell you're already worried. Yeah, I'm making like a kind of disgusted face right now. Let's, I'm I'm curious where that face will go when I say the name F-Zero-A-X. Okay, I'm listening. What's the face? I'm, What's I'm, the face? it's more of like intrigued now. Not impressed or excited, but intrigued. Okay, how's how's this for a uh, additional point? F Zero AX is a counterpart to the GameCube game F Zero GX, um, uh, and uh, here's uh, a little quiz for you. Uh, I, this my segment has quiz questions now. Apparently, <laughs> we're just coming up with so many fucking segments now. I love it. In what location might you find F Zero AX? Paris. I was going to give you some options. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah, that would be better. Um, uh, uh, either A, your personal computer, B, in an arcade, or C, on the Wii video game console. Arcade. Ding, 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 ding. You get it. Was it the A in AX? It was the A. Uh, F-Zero AX is an arcade game. Um, uh, In in the uh, long-standing tradition of arcade racing games where you sit in, like, a cockpit or a chair. Oh. Um, And F-Zero AX has a, uh, a couple of... Uh, so there are three, uh, uh... Uh, m- not modes. There are like three variants of this arcade cabinet. Okay. There's the standard version, which is you know, sit down, you move the wheel, you know, pretty basic. You're a basic bitch. There's the deluxe version. The chair will uh tilt to uh simulate like the like tilt of the uh of your of your little uh uh, uh fucking car they're not cars they're like hovercrafts or whatever but fuck it fuck it they're Um, the same and then there's the one that i played okay uh and it's called the monster ride oh and the monster ride is what i want to talk about today okay that sounds that sounds uh, i like it like okay i for I've, uh, uh, racing games are boring except for one that I'm going to talk about later. But um, the but the, I completely forgot that we talked a, a while back about how I hate racing games, but also that sitting in an arcade and going sitting in the chair with the wheel and the chair and the wheel and the pedal that's different because then you yeah it's, you're, it's different it's an it hits immersive, different it is an immersive experience you're not just using a stupid controller you are yeah. driving i first off i love going to the arcade 
Yeah. There are two like pretty cool arcades that are near uh to near where I live. Although uh definitely not clear to go there for a grip. Uh-huh. Um uh but god damn it, I miss going to the arcade. Yeah. Um but uh the uh the arcade that I went to uh this machine was there like for a couple of months and I I played it twice it truly is a monster it is the most exhilarating arcade game I've ever played holy shit and like I fucking love arcade racing games I like racing games in general cuz I like to go fast yeah I I know that about you and but arcade racing games like you're, you're fully right like sitting in a in a in a chair or a cockpit uh you know uh uh fucking with a with a wheel in your hand and the pedals and a, a fucking gear shift that you don't necessarily know how to use if you're me it's i don't care about cars yeah but that is fun yeah and there and there's there's actually two other sit down arcade racing games that i will talk about at some point on this show okay my experience with F-Zero AX's monster mode uh, is, it's something that will stick with me. And I am, I'm excited to play it again. Please explain what is so, monster mode. The, the, uh, the, the monster ride is a completely separate model of the machine mm. called the Psycraft. Okay. Which, uh, uses uh, apparently three servo motors to simulate movement and vibration. And it, the chair, moves on in all directions. Side, it, 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 You're basically like on a pivot. You feel the vibrations pick up as you build up speed. And f- as a reminder, F-Zero as a racing game is one of the racing games where the cars go the fastest. Oh. F-Zero uh, is uh, a series um, uh, that Nintendo uh, made a long time ago and refuses to revisit. <laughs> Futuristic racing games set in space. The cars are like wheelless hovercrafts that uh, are racing on these racetracks that are dangling above planets and cities and just hovering in the middle of the air with no railings most of the time and sometimes like you're you'll like race on a tube and you can go 300 like you can go all the way around the tube like and and it is but you're like you're on the like uh you're just going forward on the like lip of the tube and you have to like move side to side to avoid obstacles while you're going a bajillion miles per hour Mm -hmm. and it's fucking difficult it's fucking hard yeah and like whenever i'm on the fucking tube in an f-zero game i'm like fuck i can't this is this is impossible. Uh, I, I'm not super. I, I haven't played a whole lot of F Zero games. Yeah. Uh, like I, I've, I've, I would actually like to play F Zero GX for the GameCube because it has like a story mode with cutscenes and shit. Oh, interesting. Um, that experience, like the game is 
is so like it's basically F Zero GX, but you are there's it's just like the arcade race mode, and if you're in the monster ride, you are getting fucking tossed around and feeling the speed and like the uh the chair will like like shudder back and forth if you crash like like you fucking feel it and when you're in it there is nothing even though the arcade is the loudest place in the world uh especially like as someone on the autistic spectrum it's very easy for me to get like you know, disorientated in a arcade. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, honestly, the arcades that I've been to have actually been kind of like well designed to like have quiet areas and be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but like when you're in, when I was in that machine, the whole arcade disappeared. The people I was with, they were gone. <laughs> I was just going. Yeah. And crashing a lot, but I was going, yeah. and it was holy shit. If you if you get an opportunity to play F Zero AX, specifically if it's like the Monster Ride or the Deluxe version, but especially the Monster Ride, you gotta go for it. Oh, absolutely! I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled like a potato. I the, I just imagining that whole setup. I also think it would be so much cooler if like you also could play that while wearing a VR headset. Oh yeah, there's um there is another arcade game that I played that I might I don't know if I'll talk about because I don't care about Star Wars, but it is a Star Wars game that's like an arcade VR Oof. Star Wars game yeah. where you're a like you're one of the fighter pilots or whatever. Uh huh. That's cool. Uh, it's wildly like uh, immersive and and very like emotionally resting to be in it. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know. As an experience, I feel like F Zero G F Zero AX uh, kicks its ass. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah, sounds fucking awesome. I love that shit. Get into. We gotta go to an arcade. Yeah, we do. I want a VR headset. Somebody buy me a VR headset. I want to play VR so fucking bad, apparently. Because this is the second it, time I've talked about it this week with Mars. Eh, it, it'd, it'd be okay to play VR. I'm not that invested. I, I I like it. I like being immersed. I love immersion. I'll never like be able to get over how prohibitively expensive it is. Yeah. And like... like where like modern games that come out that are for VR are like if you aren't already bought into VR like it is now at this point like you know 800 900 dollars just to play this one game that's coming out yeah yeah um, i i would only want to buy it like at most like 200 bucks uh it's it's uh it's it's like 400 500 dollars okay so even still very expensive yeah we just need to do, um, like, four MeUndies ads, and then you buy it. We have no idea how much MeUndies pays. Nope. Uh, enough for... MeUndies, buy us VR headsets. Yeah, I'll, I'll wear your underwear if I get to be immersed in a, a video game. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> well, wear your underwear while playing VR, and none of that will be the ad. 
it, it could be. It could be. I feel like that's probably against a lot of policies somewhere. Not in, in this podcast. I'm I I've I'm sorry I brought it up to be honest. But yeah, that's a this is, I like Monstro. I really want to play it. Yeah. Fucking god. I love immersion and I wish I wish that more things could be more video games let you be immersed, but really you can only experience that at an arcade or if you're rich and I wish that was more I wish I wish immersion stuff like that was more cheaper or accessible. Yeah. What if you could have any arcade game in your house? Like your Ooh. own personal arcade game. Ooh. Um oof. I really love um oh yeah, I already know. I already know what I'm gonna it's 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 Metal Gear. Not Metal Gear. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's Metal Slug X. Oh shit. Uh that That. Yeah. That's that's a that's a good one. I I've never I don't know that I have really ever played a uh, a Metal Slug game. Well, I don't want to talk about it too much because Metal Slug is something I definitely am going to talk about soon. So okay, so we'll save it. What would be? What would yours be? Would it just? Would it be Monster Monstero? It it actually wouldn't. And this is a maybe a wild pick. But it'd be uh, Radmobile. Is that another racing game? It's another racing game that I'm going to talk about in another episode one day. Okay. All right. I, uh, well, looks like but, we've got little teasers now, huh? But here's the one thing I will say about Radmobile. Okay. Is that uh, it is it was the first appearance of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, Okay. That that is a yeah. that's a real big teaser. Now I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I just have a lot of fond me- memories of playing Radmobile in arcades again. Mm-hmm. Um, good fucking game. A fun a fun cross country game. I'm talking about it too. Yeah, much. you're tar- you're breaking the rules. I'm breaking the one rules. Ep- uh, one one th- thing at every episode. I had technically like three things this episode. Yeah, you you crossed the line. Thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. <laughs> no moral? Oh, the moral. The moral is immerse yourself in the shit that you like. <laughs> <laughs> just really get in it. Just really That's get the in moral it. of this episode. The moral of this episode is just fucking get in it. Get in just there. Just enjoy your shit that you like and don't let any societal norms or bullshit stop you bitch yeah hey uh you can find us on twitter at at enchanting pot and i bet you could and hey somebody hey some does anybody out there want to give us a rating on itunes because i'm still the only person that's rated our show (laughs) rate us on itunes or uh the other one that i said several episodes ago yeah you go back and look it up we don't have to we already did yeah we already did the work. Um, we don't have. We, we're we're done changing. <laughs> Fuck it. I honestly love how we do not have like a written down set outro. We just fuck it up oh, every no. time, and I love it it's, so much. We, we 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 do it so bad every time. <laughs> um, 
hey, uh, the the Black Lives Matter protests are still going on. Yeah. Uh, and they're gonna they're gonna keep uh, they're just gonna keep going, and it's important to keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, if you uh, can, I would definitely recommend going to uh, blacklivesmatters.card.co. Uh, that's dot c a r r d dot c o. Uh, there uh, are a bunch of links there to uh, donate. Um, and also just like if you're on Twitter, I am a hundred percent certain that you have seen uh, uh, like GoFundMe links of yeah. uh, uh, like black trans people um, yeah. uh, sh- shopping their shopping their links out and uh, definitely, definitely uh, donate to just like honestly, scroll on your feed. Find some GoFundMe's, donate to them. Yeah, and also here's the other thing, and this this sort of like I I didn't think about, and it kind of changed my mindset. It was like I kept on feeling bad about donating because I wanted to donate like large amounts to everything that I saw, and like I can't afford that. But then you know I saw somebody tweet that like, hey, you know you can you can donate just one or five dollars to something, and you're still making you're still helping and making a difference. Yeah. So like, even if you can only give a dollar to something, like that's that's something that you should really consider and think about because even a dollar yeah. makes a difference because then if you donate a dollar, a lot of other people will donate just a dollar and that will make a big change. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like also like, uh, you know, sharing links to stuff that you've donated to. Yeah. You know? Like that's a that's a that's another way to like uh to to spread shit around. Yeah. C- fucking keep on keeping on. Uh uh, and uh, fucking yeah. Yeah. Shit. Stay safe out there. Um, stay safe stay out there. Informed. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, stay humble and learn. Yeah. And listen. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks, thanks for listening to Enchanting Aspects. Uh, uh, fucking bye. No, love yourself. <laughs> no. Oh, right. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Fuck. I forgot. You're only supposed to say believe in yourself. The past two times you've you've stolen my beginning. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do it properly. Love yourself. Believe in yourself. Bye-bye. Bubbles. She is a firefighter. Blossom. She fights the fire in the fire. Bubble cup. She's a bubble sister. Powerpuff saved the day. (laughs) 